Hey, welcome back to the CA Power Players Podcast. I'm your host, Cody Askins. I'm hanging out with my good friends, Julian Polito and Tim Shooker from Gilbert, Arizona. They have the Facebook oh. group, Insurance Agent Freedom. What's up, Tim? What's up, Julian? What's up, Tim? How are you doing? I am great, buddy. So the, 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 the question I've been getting a lot is, is Facebook marketing dead? Is it deceased, right? Is it Has it flatlined? And I want to get your guys' opinion on that and if it still works. I'll let Facebook guru or Furu Tim over here <laughs> talk about Facebook. Yeah, well, as the, uh, as the designated Furu, I would definitely say no. Um, and so that's, that's the initial answer. I'll kind of delve a little bit more deep onto that and kind of explain it. Um, but first off, I want to ask anybody that's watching this, do you still use Facebook and Instagram? That's the first question, right? Are you still using yep. Facebook or are you still using Instagram? Yes. The answer is you said yes. So Cody says yes. Julian, are you still using Facebook oh, and Instagram? Yeah. So everybody is. I deleted Instagram off my phone because I feel like it's a waste of time, but I still do use Facebook for business. Um, only reason it wouldn't be a waste of time is to, to watch Cody's stories, but ultimately I had to had to get some yeah. of my time back, so I ended up deleting it. But um, yeah, I mean, no, Facebook is definitely not dead. People are still spending billions and billions of dollars on Facebook. Uh, and that's not just insurance companies. That's, you know, Apple spending billions of dollars, Coca-Cola spending billions of dollars. Um, all these massive, you know, like Fortune 5 and Fortune 500 companies are still advertising on Facebook. So to say Facebook is dead, it's definitely not dead. Uh, it's changed, right? There's there's different things that you have to do to adapt. But I mean, that's like saying, that's like saying because like if somebody only runs direct mail and then all of a sudden they start to see their business like drying up and not working as well, yep. or maybe the costs are going higher. It's not that insurance is dead. It's just insurance has changed. Right. So you have to adapt to the times. And so for people that aren't willing to adapt and learn like how to improve and be better on Facebook for those people, Facebook is hundred percent dead, but as a platform, I mean, Facebook still has billions and billions of dollars in revenue. Uh, we still have we still have tons of success on Facebook. We have a Facebook group where we have students seeing tons of success on Facebook. So, it's yeah. What? Well, yeah. Um, Julian, what's the point of the group? Insurance Agent Freedom. Why'd you start? Why'd y'all start the group? And when did you start it? Initially, I think we started it back in September of 2022. Maybe yeah, I, yeah like late September, maybe. Oh, it's uh, recent. Like five five months, four four five months ago. Yeah, we've already got about uh, somewhere in the ballpark of like 2,500 agents in there at uh, this time currently. And uh, everyone in there, the entire the entire point of the group was basically to make sure that uh, every agent had a say in their business. So, um, you know, we see a lot of agents that are either like stuck reliant on their IMO or stuck relying on a lead vendor. A lot of these guys and girls, they're, they're leaving W-2 jobs. They were waiters. They were... Uh, you know, working at GameStop or working at a place where an insurance agent walked in and said, hey, you, I think you have a great personality, but they don't know anything about business. So we talk about everything from how to get your business more profitable, how to improve share rates and appointments, say, like, you know, sales, basic, basic sales training. And then we do a lot of marketing training as well. So that in the event that they came in independent and they don't really have the MLM structure behind it. Yep. Um, then that way they're able to actually run a business because it's, I mean, it's confusing and I'm sure, you know, if you didn't like in mutual of Omaha, they were just like, Hey, go hit a door and you know, right. And, and you just True. did, but if you didn't have that, you didn't know that that was the way to do it, then it would have been 
probably pretty confusing. You would have felt a little lost maybe, and that's what we see a lot of. So we're trying to solve that problem. Yeah, no doubt about it. it, it going back to um, just prospecting modern ways. I mean, if you think about it, our, our, our industry, our industry is old. I mean, a lot of the older tactics still work, but there's a kind of, you know, a new modern way of doing business. And, you know, um, when you think about Facebook marketing specifically to kind of go back for that, to that for a second, what, did, wh what are some of the things that stand out that work for y'all that can work for other agents? And what kind of advice would you give to an agent that's trying to start to have more control over their own prospecting? Yeah. Uh, first piece of advice would be to join the Facebook group. Uh, insurance agent freedom link down below <laughs> it's free i mean and uh it's kind of a no-brainer there um and before i delve into it real quick in the facebook group we're doing something super cool right now um as uh when this video comes out we'll still be doing it basically we're trying to have collectively as a as a group our agents write two million dollars in annual premium so whenever you like make a sale uh you post it to the group and tag the lead source so you can go in the group and scroll through and like see how many people are selling off of their own leads and see how many people. I mean, some people still sell in direct mail. Some people still sell age leads, but there's a lot of self gen in there. Um, and every time that you make a post to the group, you're entering to win an all expenses free paid free. Excuse me. An all expenses paid free vacation to Mexico. So uh, just by posting your annual premium in the group, uh, you're getting getting a chance to win something super cool. So definitely join the group if you're not in there already. But as far as like st like strategy and like specific tips for people that are trying to do their own leads, uh, I would say be in your own ads, right? Um, mm. Or a lot of like what we're focusing on now is basically tailoring the ad to the insurance agent. So let's say Cody is an agent and he wants to, you know, generate his own leads. Like, hey, Cody, I mean, dude, you're going on camera. You've been doing this kind of thing for a while. I'm going to write you a script, read the script, send it to us. We'll edit it for you. And then you just run that on Facebook. So a big thing I would say is like a lot of the, a lot of the, just like using a photo of a casket and stuff like that's, that's the traditional way of what people are doing on Facebook. And yeah. it's like, it's, it still works to an extent, but like if you really want to dominate in today's game on Facebook and like today's game on media, like you want to use, it's called user generated content. The acronym for it is UGC. So whether that's you or one of your clients, that's what you want to focus on is like a video that's like, it feels like a real human. And then by the time that they hop on the phone with you, like, oh, is this Cody from that video from Facebook? Oh yeah, I'm ready to sign up. So that's, that's like the, 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 the micro strategy of, of what we're doing on Facebook. Yes. And so there's a different way to do it than just, you know, showing caskets and tombstones and, um, Whatever else, I'm forgetting some of the names, but it doesn't even I, matter. I saw a good one, Cody. You'll think this is funny, man. I saw a good one. Not to throw anybody in the bus. They were just, you know, trying out something, but they put a coffee cup and it was like, your piece is worth more than your coffee or something like that. <laughs> and then it was like a shadow of a, of a family, like playing together in a field. And like, there was just like a cut rip down the middle to like dramatize like it being more important than coffee and i was just like oh my gosh like <laughs> straight scare tactics man these these dude these, uh, like some some marketing violations borderline <laughs> over here it was yeah, yeah talk about that too because i think there's a lot of people that think um posting pictures like you can afford a cell phone but you can't afford life insurance like, like almost antagonizing people and is, yeah. is is how you sell insurance what's your guys's thoughts on that i mean the biggest thing i think is just 
one of the things that I try to do whenever I'm marketing to anybody, I don't care if I'm marketing to, you know, like for life insurance, I'm marketing for freaking Coca-Cola, whoever. I mean, the first thing that you, you want to do is, is you want to think about what your prospect wants. Your prospect doesn't want to be told that they're a, a horrible person. They don't want to be like, you know, I kind of like almost outcast. I don't know exactly. If, I'm not using the right word. Yeah, they don't want to be shamed. Yeah, don't be shamed. They don't want to be like shamed for not having life insurance and then told on the phone that they're evil. <laughs> and like, I mean, we got to think about it from our perspective. If, I mean, I know you, you drive a Porsche. If Porsche was like, hey, you know, Cody, if you're reading this and you don't own a Porsche, you're the worst person in the world. Like you're not going to buy one. And so I think the biggest thing is first understanding what your prospect wants and thinking about, you know, who you, who, what you want to see and what converts you in, in the marketing world. If I see, you know, something that's like, Hey, gym clothes, you can get this, this, and this. I'm going to be like, wow, it's a good ad. What did they say to me that made me want to buy it? And how can I relate to my customers the same way? And then thinking about your sales pitch when you're in the home or on the phone, um, lining up your pitch with your, with your message in the marketing is is very a very strong way to convert prospects yeah do y'all think the ad creative or the targeting are more important one hundred thousand percent the ad creative yeah hundred hundred percent no doubt yeah okay hundred percent and what advice would you give for the ad creative before i move to uh targeting sure yeah uh on the ad creative like and I'm actually, I'm about to post a video on this. Uh, I just filmed it on Sunday. Should be going live uh, today, like this, the 2nd of February, I believe. So uh, this will come out after that. But if you want to go check it out, it's going to be called like the only seven things that could be going wrong on your Facebook ad, something, something along those lines. Um, but with the ad creative, like the key is you want a, an engaging, attractive photo, right? So like a picture of Cody would be great, for example. Um, with good lighting, let's let's clarify. Like, if I can't see your face and you look like you're, un, you know, in in a dark room with no lighting, it's, that it's not the same. Yeah. So, like for example, like that that little frame right there. Like, if Cody was like pitching me on insurance, great lighting, mm-hmm. you know, what? Like, you want you want an engaging image, right? Um, yes. If you're doing a photo ad, right? But you also want it to be like engaging but very clear. So you can have mm-hmm. text in your ads, but you don't want like you don't want this. Like, this shouldn't be your ad. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's reading that. So maybe two, three lines max, big bold text with like I always like to add, I call it lift. It's a little effect you can do on Canva that like adds a little shadow behind the image or behind mm-hmm. the text, makes it easier to read. Uh, but you want it big, bold, and very clear. So for example, protect your family for as little as a dollar a day. That's clear. They know what I'm talking about. I'm not shaming them. I'm giving them an opportunity, right? Yep. And then also having a very clear and concise call to action is important. If you're doing video ads, the most important part of your ad is the first three to five seconds where they are, uh, where you're catching their attention and then the call yeah. to action where you tell them what to do. So in every video I do, I have at least two call to actions within the video. So call to actions and then the hook or the first three seconds is huge. Yes. I like that. That's good feedback. And what about targeting? Uh, what are some things to think through there? Uh, I would say, I mean, like, uh, just like think about who you're trying to target and what they'd be interested in. And you can think out of the box too. So for example, um, let's say I'm targeting parents, right? Your immediate go-to would be like, okay, family, people who identify themselves as parents on Facebook. Um, but what about Toys R Us? I guess actually that's a bad example because they went out of business, but like diapers, right? 
I could put in diapers. I could put in preschool. I could put in all these different things that moms would be interested in. Um, I could even think about makeup brands that moms would like. When I when I used to do e-commerce, that was my background. Um, I, I sold these little bracelets that like planted trees. So like my ideal customer was like, you know, 50, 60 year old woman who was like very like environmentally focused. But I would target recycling. Like that was an interest that I targeted. Uh, very out of the box, but that was like one of the best ones that I had. So think outside the box, but make sure it like relates back to your your customer. And it, it can be kind of fun to brainstorm ideas for that sometimes. And then also like what you'll see a lot of times, and this is kind of a newer thing with Facebook. Um, this is definitely like super like strategy. Like it's, it's very like very uh, specific, but just doing no targeting on Facebook, like no interest at all. They've gotten so good at finding your target customers that I've seen like maybe about 65, 70% of the time, like that performs better than just doing interests. Wow. That's big. That's cool. I love it. Mm -hmm. Julian, what have we missed, bro? What have we missed? What else would you uh, like to I share? Think, uh, I think the biggest thing is, is if I were to caution against anything, it's that there's no lead source. that's a silver bullet. There's no amount of sitting on your on your hands and not picking up the phone that's ever going to get the job done. Yeah. Regard. I don't care if you're working direct mail, if you're door, door cold door knocking like Cody used to do, door knocking five six year old recycled leads like we used to do that have been ran through. It doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're working, you're making money. And I think that's yeah. one thing that like so many agents just get wrong. They're like oh, well, if I do Facebook leads or if I do direct mail leads or if I do Google ads or if I – and they're like – they're looking for such qualified leads that they'll put all these requirement fields in where it's like how much coverage do you want? Do you want life insurance? What's your social? It's like, whoa, dude, you guys haven't even had a conversation yet. If you yeah. were on a first date with somebody, you're not going to say let's go back to – let's go back to my place before the drinks come out. That's how I look at it. And I mean, like it's, it sounds, it's funny to, to say that, but it's true. Like if, if you just on every date you went on, the waiter says, what can I get you guys to drink? And you're like, dude, hold on. You want to get out of here? She's good. Every time she's going to say no. And that's the biggest thing is like treating your prospects more like a valuable relationship and less like a transaction is one of the most, is one of the most important things that you can do as a salesperson and not just like, I, I hear people say, uh, so do you want life insurance? It's like, why would you start a conversation that way? They don't, nobody wants life insurance. I don't want car insurance and I, I'm in the insurance business and it's, I'm legally required to have it. And I do, by the way. Um, but, <laughs> oh. um, but I mean, like, it's just, they treat it so transactionally, they blame the leads and then jump lead sources. So my biggest advice is develop a skill set in sales yeah. and then add the marketing aspect behind it. And good marketing does not replace good sales. Yeah, good marketing does can't like I it, but good sales can replace bad marketing. This is this is a fact. We we're living proof. Yeah. But that's cool. yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. It's good, man. It's good. Um well dude, I've enjoyed always enjoy hanging out with you guys. I appreciate you being a part of this thing. They can go they can go join the Facebook group, Insurance Agent Freedom, to hang out with you guys more. Julian and Tim, thanks for being back on the podcast. Thanks, Cody. Have a good one, man. See ya. Boom. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us on Power Player Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode.